0: Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope
1: right where you're at. Hope you enjoy the message. 22. But just before we begin today, I want to just say we might need to put a sign outside the front door. After experiencing what we just did in our time of worship, And it might need to say something like this. Enter at your own risk. Because you just might be overtaken by the love of an almighty, all-powerful God. You just might be overtaken by the mercy of an almighty, all-powerful God. You just might be apprehended And loosed of a stronghold that you may have been battling for years. Come on. You just might have to start entering at your own risk. Because the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. And we thank Him for that. We acknowledge Him in His presence. And we're humbled. And we're so thankful. How many of you are glad you don't have to do church without Him? That's just proof positive right there. And I'm also thankful we don't have to do life without Him. I've been talking about the names of God. I've been in a series called Knowing the Names of God. And I've been sharing some different names as the Lord has given them to me. And I want to share with you another name today. And I believe the Lord put this series on my heart. I believe it's timely because I believe now more than ever as the church, it is very clear that we have to have the right focus right now with all that is going on. And one way that we can have clarity and focus and understanding and revelation is by learning and studying the names of God. Because the names of God reveals the heart of God. I believe the heart of God's going to be revealed today as we learn one, another name that He has given us in His Word. The names of God reveals His character, His nature. The names of God are also the expressions of God and it's important church that we just don't know how to that we don't just know church in this day that we're living in but it's very important that we know God in this day that we're living in and one of the ways we know that we know him better is by getting to know his names better and so this morning I want to just use a, a look at a name that many of us will know will be familiar with But I didn't just pull something out of a drawer. I've come with a word in my heart today. And so I believe this name will impact you and I. I believe it will impact those that are watching online. If I can just say this, hit that share button if you would. Uh, Facebook family, we'd like for you to help us minister the word of God today. So please do that. We would love to have you share uh, this message today with your friends and loved ones. Also, let me say, I did want, not want to forget, Miss Cammie is going to be ministering next Sunday. Yes. And so you don't want to miss that. And she was just telling me a little bit about what the Lord's been giving her. And it's more of a prophetic message, not just a message or a, a teach, but it's more uh, prophetic in nature. So I just want to encourage you to be here next Sunday. Are you ready for the word? Genesis 22, beginning in verse 1. sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains. Notice there's more than one. One of the mountains I will tell you about. Early the next morning, without any hesitation, without having to pray about it, without having to meditate on it, early the next morning Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. And he took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. And when he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. I believe we're going to see some things today, church, in the spirit. He said to his servant, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship. Watch this now. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. <laughs> that's some revelation talking right there. That's what we. That's been the gist of this series. It's revealing. The Lord reveals His names to us, and He reveals who He is as He reveals His names. But I wanted to just give you something for free that just jumped out at me as we continue to read. Sometimes you got to worship when it hurts. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, Yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Don't miss this next statement. Revelation again. Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb. Let me stop right there because that is worth repeating again. Abraham had revelation of being in a moment where only God could solve his problem. Only God could fix his dilemma. Only God could take care of this situation. It was out of Abraham's control. And I believe, church, in the same way. When you know God in this way, in this name that I'm getting ready to give you, and don't worry, I'm not going to go long today. But when you know this name, you know that he himself will provide what you have need of. You just know that he himself will do for you what he has said he will do. And that's why Abraham was able to say, Son, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. And the two of them went on together. A few more verses. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him, because now I know that you fear God. Now I know that you have a reverential respect for me. If I can just break it down and make it plain. Now I know you love me more than you love everything else in your life. That's basically what he was saying. Do you, gotta, you just got to know how much he would have loved Isaac, the promised child who didn't come till 25 years after. God told him they were going to have a son, him and Sarah. You just got to know how much he loved Isaac, his only begotten son, the son of the promise. But yet, my point is, he was willing to lay him down. It's not that he didn't love Isaac, this is why he was willing to lay him on an altar. It's not that he didn't love him, but it's that he loved God more. So that is the question today. Do you love God more than life itself? Do do you love God more than your career? Do you love God more than your wife, your husband, your children? That's basically what he's saying here. Now that I know you love me like that. He said... Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacri- sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Here's the name right here. So Abraham called that place, The Lord Will Provide. That is translated Jehovah, the name for today, Jireh. The Lord Will Provide. And to this day, notice it did not say the Lord did provide. The Lord will provide for whatever it is that you have need of today. The Lord will provide because that is who he is. It is not who he was. It is who he is. And it's who he will continue to be. Come what may with this presidential election, he will continue to be our provider. I'm preaching today in the house of God. Listen to this. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and and said, as I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. Now here's the blessing right here. I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. Verse 18, where I'm going to stop. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Because you have loved me, more than you love everything else you know that is a picture church I believe of Abraham as we know is a picture of faith he's the father of faith but I believe another thing too that he also teaches us and shows us as a matter of fact when you study Hebrews chapter 11 all of the heroes of the faith Abraham is mentioned But what I found interesting is all of those men and women that we, they're referred to as the heroes of the faith. All of those men and women, Abraham being one of them and Sarah being one of them, they aren't really bragged on in Hebrews 11 because of their charisma. They aren't really bragged on because of their gifts. They're bragged on because of their character. They're bragged on because of the way they loved God, even when everything wasn't peaches and cream. That was Abraham in Genesis 22. How was he able to love God that way? The Bible says after God told him, I want you to take your son Isaac, your only begotten son, and take him up to a hill that I'm going to show you. And I want you to sacrifice him there as an offering unto me. How in the world are you able to do that without batting an eye? The Bible says, I read it to you, the next day, early the next morning, he got up and did what God told him to do. Now, you might think that he did that early the next morning before Sarah woke up. Because Sarah probably, this is, I'm just kind of, this might be conjecture here. (laughs) but I'm preaching a message today. I'm going somewhere. Maybe you might think, well, he got up early first thing because he didn't want to let Sarah in on it because Sarah, if you think Abraham loved Isaac, what about mama? Not only did she wait like Abraham 25 years, but she gave birth at 90 with no drugs with no epidural. At 90. How do you push something out like that at 90? So you know she would have had something to say about it. To, you going to do what with Isaac? But I believe if you really stay true to the text. The reason Abraham got up early. Was because of a name that God gave him in Genesis 17. So you got to read the text in context. God had already revealed another side to him a few chapters prior. I taught you about it Wednesday night if you were here. Genesis 17, when God came to Abraham and said, I am God Almighty. That's a mouthful right there. He came to Abraham and said, I am God Almighty. That is translated El Shaddai. Then after he said that, he said, walk before me and be blameless and upright. And he said, when you do that, then the next thing God said, he said, and I will confirm my word. I will confirm my covenant. What is he saying? Basically, I'm going to come through on every promise I've already made you. And Isaac was one of those promises. So I believe, church, it's all about revelation. It's all about not what you know, but it's who you know. Do you know him like that? That if you'll just walk with him in faith and obedience, that's a lesson we get from the life of Abraham. Just walk in faith and obedience to what God tells you. Because he said, if we'll do that, he said, I will confirm my word. I will see to it. That word Jirah does not just mean provider. Listen to this that word gyra means God will see to it it means to see and when you really study that what he is saying there that other another uh, meaning for that name gyra is this God will see to it Do you know you got a uh, you you serve a God today that will see to it that will see to every promise he's made to you come to pass that's who Jireh is. I've come to just show you and help you understand who your Jireh is. He's provider, but he's also the one who says, I will see to it. But you know, let's just be honest. Abraham was, had to have been a little bit burdened walking up that mountain. Trusting God, but yet still not having full understanding of how this was all going to play out. But he was willing to trust God anyway. See, in order for Abraham to find and to see the blessing on the mountain, God's provision, knowing him as Jirah, my provider, the God who works every situation out for my good, See, before Abraham knew him in that way and saw the blessing of God on the mountain, he had to bear the burden of the mountain. He still had to carry that that knife and that fire. And you see, I think there's a lesson in that, getting back to character. See, the greater the burden, the greater the blessing. And what I wanted to show you today that Abraham, I believe, is a picture. Though he was not perfect, his faith and his character was developed. You don't see him wavering right here like he did in chapters prior. You don't see him taking matters into his own hands like you saw in chapters prior. Why? Because his character was being developed. His trust in his God was being fortified and nurtured and church I believe we're living in a time where that is what I believe the church is in desperate need of we don't need more charisma we need more character and I'll tell you what I'm talking about the Bible said Jesus said and you know what he didn't just say it once in the go- in the gospel of Matthew chapter 7 I believe it was he didn't just say it once but he said it twice he said that you and I would be known by our fruit The Holy Spirit comes to give us two things, primarily. Gifts and fruit. The gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's what the fruit was that Jesus was referring to. That you and I would be known by our fruit. What fruit? The fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness. Faithfulness. And I believe there's a reason Jesus said that. Because the Bible says that we overcome evil with good. First of all, let me just lay a disclaimer. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe they have their place. But the gifts of the Spirit are not for the lost. Primarily, the gifts of the Spirit are for the body. They are to encourage you. They are to help equip you and build you up. But after the gifts, he also mentions the fruit. Why the fruit? Watch this. Because the fruit is proof how much we love God. Think about it. There can be those that can prophesy the the wallpaper off the wall. Again, hear me. I affirm the gifts. I thank God for the gifts in operation. They're in operation in this church as the Holy Spirit sees fit. Why don't we see more? You hear that sometimes. Why don't we see more gifts in operation? Hear the Spirit of God today. Because I believe we're living in a time like we have to be like the sons of Issachar that knows the times that we're living in. How many more gifts do we have to see in operation until we start living with the fruit of the Holy Spirit? I believe we've had our time as the body of Christ where there's been a demonstration of the gifts. Don't get me wrong. I believe and affirm the gifts. But church, the world is not going to be one with our gifts. They'll be one with our character and with our fruit. And that's why I believe Abraham is a picture of character. You see, the gifts is nothing more than God's showing, God showing himself how much he loves us. Sometimes we might think, well, man, that person working miracles and gift of healings, they just touch people and they get healed. Praise God for that. But don't ever equate that somebody's gifts is proof how much they love God. Gifts are gifts. But the fruit, I'm preaching, the fruit is byproduct of intimacy. And church, that is what I believe Jireh shows us. Abraham did not get to see God the way that he saw God until he was willing to first trust God. And follow God by faith and obedience to God's word. Abraham shows us, I believe, church, the picture of faith and obedience. Of the importance of living our lives with the fruit, his character. Even though he didn't understand everything that was going on, he still trusted God. He still loved God. And church that is I believe a picture of someone who truly walks with God. And as I come to the end there's something else I wanted to show you. When God said through Jireh that word that name not just provider, but it means God will see to it. What he was saying there, church, is that God would see to it that everything he promised us, he would be good on it. And if we can just be honest, I believe, church, that this year of 2020 has been a year where we've had to, I believe, walk Up a mountain. I believe if we'd all just be honest, it's been been an uphill walk this year. It's not been and not come without its challenges. But you see, the good news today is understanding that if God is leading you up a mountain, it's only because He has something on it He wants you to see. If ever you find yourself and it looks like and it seems like what you're walking through is not making a whole lot of sense, please remember that it could be that when God allows us to walk through seasons and situations that maybe don't make sense like the case with Abraham, it could be that he's just getting ready to show us another side of him that we've not seen. And I thank what he was showing Abraham that I will see to it. Not only that I will come through on your promise of bearing a son. You got. I've never seen this before. But at the end of this chapter of 22, It says that after all this went down, after Abraham experienced the burden and the weight of walking up that mountain, having to trust God, even having to worship God, even when it hurts. Have you ever been there? I think that maybe describes many of us this year of 2020. Church, we've had to come in here and worship while it hurts. But we've done it anyway. Why? Because we love him more than anything else. But what I found in the end of Genesis 22, after God provides, after Jira comes through and shows Abraham that ram caught in the thicket, and God reveals himself to him there as Jira, the one who provides, the one who sees to it. That he'll make good on every promise. Watch this. Isaac, the one, yeah, the son who was on the altar. When you read the end of Genesis 22, it says that someone, at, sometime later, after they come down off the mountain, someone had come to Abraham and given him word and said, Oh, by the way, you have, your brother has given birth, his, your brother and his wife have given birth to eight children. And when you read it, it says at the end, and one of them, oh, by the way, one of them just so happens to have a daughter named Rebecca. Who was Rebecca? That's the one that God had provided for Isaac. So even when you feel like you're right there, oh, yes, right in the middle of the test, right in the middle Of the uncertainty right in the middle of not understanding everything. You got to know God in this way. That God is the one who said I will see to it. That every promise I've made. I will be good on it. So he already had Rebecca picked out. Young person don't sweat it. You walk with God. And God will work on your behalf. Too many times we try to work things out, like Miss Tracy said. And all it does, it just gives us one big old headache. And all we need after that is a huge Excedrin PM. (laughs) When all the while, God is just saying, you walk with me. And I'll work for you. He'll meet every need. So in closing today, I just want to tell you that God says He'll see to it. He'll see to every promise being met in your life. Oh yes, right now with what's going on, He'll see to it that every promise is met. Every promise is made. Every promise is kept. And I can show you in the word. I just wrote this down to encourage you. See, we can know that he will keep in perfect peace, the Bible says, whose mind is stayed on him. Because the God who will see to it and he will show himself on our behalf as Jehovah Shalom, he is our peace. See, Jireh isn't just for Jireh. The God who sees to it, (laughs) it covers everything. Every promise that God's made. Every name that he's given us. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. That's God seeing to it that you and I know him as Jehovah Rohi, we sang about it today my shepherd he will see to it church that we don't have to fear we don't have to worry because he is there as our shepherd let me give you a couple more no weapon formed i think we sang about this one too no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper Why? Because God will see to it that he will show himself on our behalf as Jehovah Nisi, our banner in victory. He'll see to it that you and I will walk in victory. Yes, he will. It's not up to us. It's up to him. He said, I will see to it. You just walk with me. You just be faithful. You walk in faith and obedience. When I feel like I'm all alone and no one understands. Have you ever been there? You can know him that he will see to it. That he'll reveal himself to you as El Roe, the one who sees me. Yeah, when nobody else sees you, God sees you. I got one more. When the pain of our past is too much to bear. You got to know. That that's when God will reveal himself to us. As Jehovah Rapha. The one who heals. He'll see to it. In fact I, I felt that very strongly. Somebody has come into this place hurting, wounded, scarred. Just know God sees to it today. If you'll just simply see him for who he is and what he's already done for you, what he's already said to you, That he is your provider. He is Jehovah Rapha, the one who heals. And if that's you today, I just wanted to let you know. You can leave this place healed and made whole and restored by the power of God. Because God said he would see to it. And all you have to do is receive it by faith. And know that God's word is true. That He said He'd see to it that you and I would walk in victory, healing, wholeness, peace, provision, all because of who He is. Jehovah Rapha, our provider, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. The God who says, I'll see to it. Let's give the Lord a hand. Everything you have need of. Do you believe that today? Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. I believe we have what we have need of. Amen. We receive it because that's who he is. That's who he is. I want to ask pastor and miss dina to come now and we've got a little something we want to do before we all before we dismiss so I'm going to turn it over to them let's give our founding pastor and first lady a big hand clap as they come this morning
2: well at this time yes our children are coming in from the back children find your parents and sit by them please we'll give you time to do that You want me to say something, or you want to say it first? Either way. I don't care. <laughs> this is hard, y'all.
0: Today is the last day that Becky will be in our church as a church secretary. And, and that's difficult for me to say. Very difficult. She has been our everything. She's our... Uh, right Radar, if you ever watch that program, (laughs) MASH. She knows the answer to the question before we ever ask it. I don't know what we're going to do without her. In fact, I'm talking to the Lord about that right now. We've got a meeting going on about that. And in this building, when you come in here, the air or the heat is already on. The lights, everything's already set up. Becky does that. She comes early. She opens every building turns on all the heat and the air conditioning and what have you. She makes all of our notes out. She's not a secretary for one person, she's a secretary for everybody, even for you. She has, she's done work for everybody that has ever come in and needed anything. And so we want to um, appreciate her. We want to, if you can say this, we want to love on her today and let her know how much we appreciate her and all the work that she has done. And Becky, I want to say, <clears throat> come on up, Becky. Come on come on up, Becky.
2: We have to stand up here. You
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this to you. All the years that you've put in and worked for us and worked for the Father and worked for our elders, you, your reward, is you get to go and be with your family. He has worked that out. He has put that sacrifice through you and now he's got the the gift for you on the mountain. And you get to spend the rest of your life with your family in Georgia. It's wonderful. We're gonna miss you like crazy. I don't know what I'm gonna do without you, but I'm gonna call you probably every day. (laughs) Just get ready for that. I'm probably gonna call you every day. I mean, I go in the office of a morning, she's there. I go in the office at noon, she's there. I go at four o'clock, she's there. She's there for all of us. And while while I need something, she got seven others, or four or five others wanting the same thing, and uh, they just have to get in line, I'm first. (laughs) And it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful, Becky, you've done a great job. We love you. you. Miss Becky.
2: Well, you know, over 25 years. Twenty five years. You can't, there's, word, there's no words. No. Uh, so we just want to bless you because this is a new season in your life. You were planted here, and now the Lord is sending you forth. And you know, the minute you came here, when you started working for us, it was a step of faith. And it has been a step of faith throughout your life that you've been here. So this is another step. And as you take this step in faith, God is right there with you. This message today was for you. Absolutely. So with that said, you're doing it the proper way. When you leave, we are to rejoice with you. Even though we're sad, but still we rejoice with you because we're not going to be selfish. Mm -hmm. And we send you forth with blessings. So I'm going to ask the other ministers and even our elders to come and speak blessings over you.
0: And I want you all to know that uh, Becky could have worked anywhere else and made more money than she made here. This, This is all of us. We don't do this for a salary. We do this because God's called us to do this. Mm -hmm. Every one of us have another job besides this, but this is a ministry. And Becky received the call just like we did. Mm -hmm. This has been a ministry for her. She's had to believe by faith just like the rest of us have. And praise God, you're gonna get your reward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's wonderful.
2: Well, we have a little something for you, okay. so we'll, we'll give this to you in a minute. And also, uh, we don't want to be selfish in the fact that we're going to pray over her, and, and we've been talking to her. We want to give you that privilege, too. So after we pray over her, we have a little reception set up in the youth building, and we would like every one of you to come over and personally just encourage, all right, on her for a little while before you leave today, all right? Thank you. Anybody want to say anything?
0: Just thank you. Thank you Amen. for everything. Father God, we pray over Becky today, yes. and we give you praise for all the gifts that's in her. Yes. We thank you, Father God, that she has yes. served 25 years in this yes. ministry. And we ask you in Jesus' name to bless her abundantly. And as she goes to be with her family in Georgia, Father, just open doors that needs to be opened and close the ones that don't need to be opened. Father, we thank you that her family is receiving her in. Father, I thank you it'll be an easy transition. That Father, the love of God will shine through her. She'll be able to find the church that that you want her to go to. the very people that's supposed to be around her. Father, she's putting a brand new group of friends in her life. And we ask for the very best. We want the very best in her life. Each and every friend, each and every person that comes into her life, let it be of you, Father God. And protect her. Protect her from any enemy, anything that might harm her. We ask that you protect her in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Praise God. Wow.
2: Thank you, pastor. Yes, ma'am. I'll take that. Yes, all right. good. Good, good, good. Oh, gosh. Lucky girl. Thank you. I got this week with you. All right. Again. Uh, We want to ask you, please, every one of you, come over to the youth building and love on her. Amen? You're dismissed. Thank you, Becky.